up, everybody? Welcome to Laugh and Chat with Ty and Liz. We're your hosts. I'm Liz. And I'm Ty. Today, we are recording in our basement. <laughs> Let me just tell you guys, today's been so grand. So grand. This recording process has given us a little bit of trouble. This is actually take two. Take two of the episode. <sighs> Which, I mean, like, so we really want to be real with everybody, record something, and then stop the recording, and then listen back, and then try to, like, play out, like, certain parts. Yeah. Because you can't it just do that. It doesn't sound natural. No, it doesn't. And so I'm like, Ugh. But, literally, we were recording an episode. My dog was barking. Um, my baby was in the background. It was loud. It was crazy. Crazy. It was chaotic. It was chaotic. But that's our life in general, so. And, like, my brother-in-law was trying so hard to keep my daughter quiet, and... She sh- wasn't having it. She was not having it. No, she wasn't. So, she wasn't I had to put her down for a nap. <laughs> Finally got the dog to be quiet. <sighs> and then we figured out that it wasn't picking up my mic. It and was. so it was like... The yeah. whole time. So, like, <laughs> we literally had to nix the whole episode. We're like, let's just start over. Let's just Good start idea. over. Oh, so, my gosh. today's episode is going to be not really all over the place. It's going to have funny moments, but it's also going to have serious moments talking about our kids and yeah, just life in general. Just things that we're going through right now, really, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, like, we were going to do a little bit of a different episode today, but, like, we decided that because we had something come up that we wanted to kind of have a discussion about. Yeah. But first, I'm going to, I want to talk about the airplane. Oh, my God. I have to talk about this, and then we can get into all that serious stuff, because it's on my mind, and it's been a brewing, and I just need to get on my chest. (laughs) Okay, so we're on our way here, and we hit the Florence area, and there is this freaking airplane, and I'm promising you... That it is just hovering. Okay? It's just hovering. And I'm, I look at Tommy and I'm like, it's not moving. The plane's not moving. He's like, well, a plane can't just hover. I'm like, well, it's hovering. Because it's not moving. Because it's in the same spot. And I'm like watching it. But it's not. It's only getting farther away in a sense of like, m- we're moving away from it. Mm. But it was still next to this like pole tower thing. Like it wasn't <laughs> moving away from it. It was just freaking hovering there. And he goes... <laughs> I think you need to go back to the doctor a little sooner and have him check your meds. And I'm like, no, I'm serious. Like, it's not, he's, he, he's just being funny. He's not, you know, being whatever about being on meds. Were but you I over just, this like, way or were you in Florence? We were on the highway. We were passing Florence. So. It was like a little bit after that Florence, y'all, tower. Oh, okay. So I thought we were talking about the same area, but I had the same um, incident happen. When I was leaving here to go get my coffee this morning. No, the plane was just like still. The lights were flashing and everything. I'm like me in my head. I'm looking for like wires or something to be like pushing it up in the air or something. And I was like, it's a glitch in our dome. And he's like, what? I'm like, you know, it's like the Hunger Games. And I was like, have you ever like heard about the conspiracy theory? Um, not all birds, but some birds. Like when they sit on a wire, they're charging because they're actually spies. Mm. Like seeing what's going on. And he's like, you seriously? Like, he just, like, looked at me. He's like, you seriously need to... I love conspiracy theories. I do, too. But I'm like, seriously, I've watched, like, TikToks about it where birds sit on wires and, like, to charge their batteries. You know, nothing would surprise me in this world anymore. No. 
But it's serious. The plane was just still. But, I can't stop thinking about it. But maybe, maybe, this is a hunch that maybe that when we, the plane, because it was just taking off, because like... We literally lived It wasn't near... even, like, going up in the air. It was literally level. Like, it wasn't... And it wasn't that high above the trees. It was literally like this. It was not going up at an angle. That's so creepy. You're going to have me thinking about it on night. I literally work by myself. I'm sorry. At night. Well, be looking for things to come up with cons- conspiracy theories. Uh, see, I have a conspiracy that, like, all the time, like, my husband thought it was crazy that, uh... <laughs> I always think there's drones, like, flying around. And I swear to God that there is always a drone. If you look up in the sky and it moves, it shifts like this. Yeah. And there's like satellites though. It could be. It could be. But it looks like a drone. I don't know. And he's like, you're crazy. I mean, maybe we are, but at the same time, you gotta think outside the box. I mean, like, like, like the plane that was over here, it looked like it was like flying sideways. No, it was, this plane was... No, like, like, it was, like, not sideways as in, like, going this way, but, like, sideways. Like, it was, like, flying straight, but, like, sideways. Like, going... And then it stood, it looked like it was sitting still for a minute. Yeah, that's what this one looked like. And all the lights on it were flashing and everything, and I'm, like, looking for, like, you know, Invisawires or something, or something holding it up, and I'm Mm. like, no, it's not moving. He's like, it has to be moving. I'm like, it's not. Maybe, maybe it was because like the speed of the car and you looking at the it plane. It wasn't moving hands. away from that tower though. I'm telling you, it wasn't <laughs> moving away from the tower. I'm not crazy. If anybody else on Monday around 10, 15 a.m. was in the Florence y'all area and you saw this, please. <laughs> the Florence y'all <laughs> Please. And if you don't know, there's a water tower in Florence. Kentucky that says Florence, y'all. It literally says Florence. It literally says Florence, y'all. That's why I said that. But please reach out. Let me know that I'm not losing my my marbles. I I think we're all losing our marbles. At this point, but Yeah. Like I don't know. I love a good conspiracy theory. There's some that are far fetched. There's some that are, but like I feel like at the same time the more you think about it, it may not all be that yeah, but how I believe in things, too, like, it sounds a little crazy, so. Just like I believe that there's alternate universes. What if, like, we die, and we go into another universe, and it's like... Keep living our life. Keep living our yeah. life. Yeah, that could be possible. There's so many possibilities, though, on what anything could could really be happening. And the, what we're What seeing- if we're actually already in that alternate universe? What if we're not actually alive? What if we keep shifting into alternate universes? I mean, we ha- we have to have some knowledge of what we're doing. But, like, also, like, I think that, like, you can die and get into an alternate universe where certain people don't exist anymore in your universe. And because they died in that universe and you're shifting into the other universe... And because they're in the that alternate universe, they can't come back in this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see? And that's why death is a thing. Because, oh my god, I scare myself. <laughs> I don't want, like, I don't want infinite knowledge of the world. No. Like, I don't, I don't want to have, like, this extreme knowledge. Because sometimes, like, the not knowing 
is nice, but the knowing is nice too. Yeah. But like, it scares me enough where I'm like, <laughs> see, like I hate the not knowing, but I also like the not knowing. So I get like what you're, and I always hate like I don't know. I'm just I don't. Ooh, the way my brain works is like. I know it's pretty messed up. There's a like, cat fight. There's a cat fight. A legitimate cat fight. <laughs> one-eyed bandit is almost pinned down. Oh, Coco got the one-eyed bandit pinned down. Get it. Look at Coco. Oh, I know. She's vicious. She is vicious. Okay, oh. anyway. Yeah. Um, so the other thing that we wanted to talk about um, is YouTube. 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 Mm-hmm. So we have had situations happen with YouTube Yours is more recent than mine, um, but it happened just probably back in December. I it would is say. kind of the kind of similar. Yeah, I feel mm-hmm. like it's definitely similar. So, you know how, you know, if younger kids have tablets, they get on YouTube and they watch kids play with toys. Like they're watching kids play with toys, mm-hmm. whatever. And then you have like the older group that like to watch like the jokes, like the pranks and stuff. Well, my oldest, he likes to watch, um, like, athletes and football and all that stuff. And for a while, we weren't allowing YouTube in the house at all, period. Just because some of the things that he was watching, I didn't feel it was, like, appropriate for his age group. Um, And he was also starting to act out and try to be, like, class clown in school and stuff. And it was just causing issues. So, anyway. um, But Langston had come to Tommy and I and had made the comment that there was this guy on youtube who um played sports i want to say football i'm pretty sure it was football because that's what linkson's obsessed with most but anyway this guy was playing football and he was saying how you know you don't have to have good grades this that and the other to be able to play in college or nfl and this and that and i'm like no you really do like you really have to like it's just like in middle school and high school where if you don't have good grades, you're going to be a bench warmer. You're going to be yeah. sitting down and you're not going to be on out on the field playing. And trying to explain that to him, like, because I know, like, there's more kids out there that watch YouTube. Mm-hmm. And they really do leave an impression on our kids. Like, you know, they want to be them. They want to look up to them or, you know, whatever the case may be. And... I tried to explain to Langston, some of that stuff is staged. Most of that stuff is staged. Most of it, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you can't tell It's not happening in real time. Like, the pranks and stuff that they're doing, you know, say they happen in school. The pranks that they're doing at school, that's not happening in real time. That's probably not even, like, a real school setting, if you know what I mean. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? But I don't... It's hard to explain to them because they look up to these people. And so... um, And for any Karens out there saying, Do you your kid watch YouTube? Yeah, I do. But at the same time, now all YouTube, um, all the YouTube channels in our house are linked to my YouTube. So that way I can go back and look at the history and see the things that they're watching. Yeah. So. Like, I mean, we can't protect our children from every, like, like you literally can't. They probably see some crap at school or hear some crap at school. Yeah. Like, oh, they definitely do. But you can't, uh, you can't. Protect your kids from everything. From everything. You, can't, you can't always shelter them from everything no. that you want to shelter them from. 
you know, and I feel like that also is like an open line of communication. You're not going to be able to, but it also gives them the opportunity to ask questions mm-hmm. about certain things. But that's like, you know, Creed and Cohen, they watch YouTube, but they watch funny cat videos. Like, mm-hmm. they love, and I think they're hilarious too. Like, we'll be, you know, sitting out in the living room and they'll be like, I'm going to watch funny cat videos and stuff. And even in my search history, I can see the things that they're watching. And most of them are funny cat videos or that Wednesday Adams song. Yeah, that's what they like to listen to. That's their obsession right now. Yeah, and I, I think that, like, it's a, it is, like, you're not going to be able to keep it. Like, there are certain shows, like, say, Law and Order, or, um, like, especially Law and Order, because it's a really deep show. Um, I won't let my kids watch. Yeah. Like, and I, I kind of felt bad because, like, my mom was watching it. We came over one day. And, yeah. Um, I I didn't tell her she had to turn it off. What I said was that Leo can go play in the other room because he can't, like, and the kids can go yeah. play in the other room because they can't watch that show. And that's our job as parents. You because know, it, is, it is too deep. Yeah. It was too, it's too well, deep. Well, see, so. She, she turned it off, though. We um, started watching the show a while back called Night Watch. And actually, Tommy was watching it, and then I got hooked to it. So the other, the other day, I think it was Saturday, mm-hmm. the kids kept getting in trouble. They kept, they were just being wild or whatever. And there got, came a point where like you have to find something to do. So Langston sat down and watched it, and it's basically about paramedics um, in New Orleans, just like their experiences, the calls that they go on, mm-hmm. and stuff. And you, it literally shows you everything. What exactly? I mean, there's people that are you know having like anxiety attacks or heart attacks or people that have been stabbed or people that have been pew pewed you know and it shows you everything so it shows you like the blood it shows you you know them putting them in the ambulance and all that stuff and Langston was like kind of watching it and he like kind of like hit his face a little bit but I mean he is almost 10 but at the same time I was kind of like thinking in my head like "Mm, maybe and eventually he got up and started playing and stuff but I don't know. It's just... I mean, certain things, like, that's... Law and Order, I feel like... It's It's way different. It gets really into detail, explains a lot of things, and whatever. And not that the show... It was kind of, like, educational, but it was, like, something where it was, like, it all... It grossed me out, but I couldn't stop, Mm because I don't like, like, the blood, the... I don't like any of that stuff. But it was, like, so gross but so interesting that I couldn't look away. Like, I had to keep watching it. Like, we stayed up till 9 o'clock last night watching it. And then I was finally like, okay, we gotta go to bed. And then before that, we stayed up. Was it Saturday night? I think we were up till, like, 10.30 watching it. Like, Cohen was on my phone watching his little YouTube channel that he likes to watch and stuff. And then he eventually fell asleep. But I was, like, so glued to the TV that I was, like, my phone was still playing. Like, whatever he was watching was still playing. But I was, like, and, of course, Tommy had fallen asleep. (laughs) I was, like, I couldn't stop watching it. I was, like, oh, my gosh. It was so good. It was. And it's, I don't know. And one of the things that I take away from that show, I know this is completely off topic. But one of the things (laughs) that I take away from that show is how people are in New Orleans. Um... They're very accepting. You know, there's all kinds of... And one of the paramedics even said, like, you know, basically, if you don't 
like somebody or you have an issue with someone being gay, trans, you have an issue with someone being black, white, you know, people from everywhere go there because of the acceptance. And if you don't like it, he literally said, then you need to get the hell out Hmm. because there shouldn't be a, a restriction of who, you know, who you right. are told you have to be and stuff. There shouldn't be, like, just be you. And there they can. Mm-hmm. And so they see a lot of different things. And it was just kind of cool. I don't know. It was just kind of cool that he was, like, sticking up for, you know, people of the world. Like, because it doesn't matter to them. Because on there, they've had trans. They've had all kinds. I don't know. They just have, they've had trans, gay, black white they all their patients but they still do their job because they have that care for people right you know what i'm saying i think that's important i mean i I wish that the world would be more caring about people like well at the end of the day we're all people but people are so divided because of how they believe what they you know like and that's like our first episode you have to learn how to coexist with people like that's what's wrong with the world people don't know how to coexist I, I think that that's the problem is that, like, we, like, as a world, we don't know how to coexist. We all want to, we're so divided. But when you get people that, like, you have disagreements, you don't believe in the same thing. Yeah. But you're able to coexist with that person. Yeah. You can actually have a really good friendship with that person. Yeah. Just because you don't believe what the other person believes, like, you It's kind of like us. Yeah. But also, me and my husband, like, he believes in God. I'm, I believe in higher existences, yeah. maybe more than yeah. one. And I think I think that's the thing. It's like, I don't know. It just, that kind of just turned to switch on in my brain. Going back to our family. Like, we all have different beliefs. But different why beliefs. does it have to be made to be something that it's not? Like, why does it have to be made... Like, why does it have to be made a big deal? It shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Like, you believe in what you believe. But, like, our family bases the holidays around what they believe in. Mm-hmm. I think that, like, my biggest issue with certain things is that, like, a lot of people want to complain that we, like, us as the LGBTQ plus community yeah. is shoving it down their throat. Well, maybe we wouldn't have to shove it down your throat if you weren't trying to shove your beliefs down our throats. Yeah. So, like, ultimately, we're just kind of wanting... We're just wanting the same rights as everybody else. Yeah. Like, my life doesn't affect your life. Exactly. What I do inside my house... Has nothing to do... Has nothing to do with you at all. Yeah. I agree wholeheartedly. I just, I don't understand, I don't know, I don't understand, I don't, I don't understand how there's so much hatred and negativity and, because I just, I don't know, I just don't live my life that way. Mm. I feel like you are who you are Mm. and that should be the end of it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It's just, it's extremely frustrating. Yeah. It is frustrating. I mean, like, we we're just all trying to exist here in this crazy fucking world. No, we're just trying to navigate through this thing called life, and we're all doing the same thing. We're all trying to navigate. That's what we're doing. We're all trying to navigate. That's Literally, all we're doing. It's insane. 
It like, is. It really is. And it's it's scary that this is the world that we're leaving our kids to. Like most people, and I'm out and open about it, like half my family is Italian and the other half is whatever they are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, like, my mom's side is all Italian. Yeah. Well, listening to my great-grandmother, she's almost 100. She'll be 100 in May. No, that's so crazy. I know. We talked about it once before. But, uh, so, when she came here, because she came here, she came here younger. Yeah. But she has memories of, like, going through hate. Yeah. As a young Italian woman. Yeah. And, like, she, like, sometimes hearing her stories about, like, the hatred that she would get because she came here from Italy yeah. was crazy. Yeah. It's actually, it's really heartbreaking. Like when you go back and listen to some of the people's stories, it's, it's sad. But then also you look at like where we are today and just like, I don't know, just like it was back then things got better. So that's my hope is like, there's things that are going on now, but they'll get better mm-hmm. and people will learn to coexist better and there's just so much I don't know there's just so much judgment and you know you can't you can't judge a book by its cover mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying I I don't know I'm just one of those people that love is love life is life mm-hmm. we're all just trying to do the same thing here we're all just trying to navigate through life and you know teach our kids and become a better person and I don't know and have our children understand that and that's the thing I teach my kids to love Mm -hmm. and I do too I like I'm very about um I'm very about like respecting other people Mm -hmm. like if someone's gonna disrespect you it's free game yeah. I'm not about that. I'm not about that. See, I... Mm, there's moments where I say kill people with kindness, and then there's moments where I say fair is fair. To me, fair fair is fair is if someone gets physical with you, if they throw the first punch, fair is fair. You throw, they throw the first punch, you better be throwing the last. There's also where people are just saying hateful things and whatever the case may be, um, kill them with kindness or don't respond. Walk away from the situation. Like, you don't have to. Just because they're spreading negativity doesn't mean you need to spread negativity. Because right. I feel like if they're putting negative out to the universe, something's going to come back and get them. Right. Karma. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just want my kids to grow up and be kind to people and respect people. And if people are going to be mean to you, don't listen to it walk away like don't it doesn't have to be made into a big deal just whatever they say let it roll off your shoulders and that's easier said than done right but i also feel like if someone's getting physical with you you have to defend yourself i know i agree don't just stand there and you know someone's beating you up and throwing punches and whatever no do something back but i feel like with words you can't take whatever Mm -hmm. you're gonna say can't be taken back Mm -hmm. so be careful with your words yeah I don't know. Because it sticks with you forever. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just one of those... Tommy's like... Tommy's always like... 
He's like, you think it's always rainbows and butterflies? And that's not that I think that, but that's what I wish the world was. Really? I wish it was a place where there was more love than there was hate and there wasn't as much division and people just got along no matter what your Are race, you? ethnicity, yeah. religion, I think, beliefs, I, whatever it yeah. is. I think that, like, my problem is, like, with the news stations and all this other stuff is that you're... They literally put on the most depressing stories. They don't they put use, anything that's happy. And that's the thing. It's like, I don't know if you've ever... Um, I don't know. I can't remember the TikTok. But basically they were saying, you know, you're giving these people their, their five seconds of fame. Mm-hmm. They're something bad happened and you're talking about it and you're putting this person who caused this situation or did whatever they did you're putting them on the news and they're getting their five seconds of fame and then it's just kind of like when they did that documentary about Dahmer you know uh, but, but I also think that's like I think that yeah, you can do learning lessons like this goes yeah, back to the like, YouTube believe, situation yeah, people believe it people believe and see things differently but, like, to me, I just thought, this is going to sound, and I don't mean this to, but learning about Dahmer was kind of interesting mm-hmm. to me, just to see how he operated and, you know, just his actions in general. And absolutely, I well, feel bad for... Well, he was neglected, too. Yeah. I but mean... I, just, I, I, I feel bad for the things that happened to the people you know, that he did those things too, but it was just interesting to me to see how he grew up. And how the psyche works. And how, yeah. Something, like, anything can affect the psyche. And I think that's like, our brains are so fascinating. And they're really, they are really fascinating. Yeah. Like, we, we, even though we have the knowledge of our brain, like, we don't know how our brains really operate. Yeah. And I think that's so interesting to me. That and I, I also feel like, though, back then, um, mental health wasn't taken as serious. It wasn't taken seriously. And it wasn't talked about. And if, you know, you were to say that you had a mental illness, people would be... Mm-hmm. Looked down well, upon you. Yeah, like, you would you get locked in a mental don't hospital. Come near me. Yeah. They, They've done some pretty gruesome stuff. Yeah. And it's like a mental hospital. Like yeah. it was a sane asylum is what they used to call yeah. it. But like they've done pretty like gruesome stuff. And like That's what I'm saying. Like we things don't... that happened back then have gotten better. So I'm just mm. hoping that it just things keep improving. But it, you also I feel like have to be open an open-minded person. An open-minded person, yeah. Because, like, not everybody felt, like... I mean, like, like we'll really get into a mental health episode. Yeah. Um, and have, like, more facts straight up. Because, like, we're just kind of going off based on what we have knowledge of right now. So, like, I don't want to get into, like, an extreme. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. But, like, it is very sad. It's because... Mental health wasn't taken seriously. They're trying to take it more seriously, but it's also still taboo. And then people that don't deal with depression and stuff like that on a daily basis always, like, are putting people down or go, 
oh, they're blaming this for their issues. Yeah. Well, it's like I was talking to Tommy on the way here. I was like, I feel like I need to go back and talk to my doctor because I'm starting to have those obsessive thoughts over and over mm. and over and over and over again. And they're starting to like give me anxiety. And this is the thing. So Tommy wasn't going to, sorry, babe, I'm out there. He wasn't going to go to work today so he could bring me here because he knows how I am with driving. And the only, he ended up not having to work. So it kind of, you know, saved because he was, he was on his way to work. I felt so bad because I I was like, oh. Oh, it's okay. He was on his way to work and um, the guy called him and was like, yeah, he's like, it's too wet. You're not going to be able to do anything, you know, because he does like the heavy equipment and stuff. And so they're like, you know, you're not going to be able to do anything today. So he came back home and uh, that's what I was telling him on the way down here. I was like, you know, he's like, I think you could drive this and I think I can too, but it's then I have those obsessive thoughts in my head constantly and I can picture me driving and me getting into a wreck and then me not being there for my kids and then it turns into this whole thing and then I give myself a panic attack yeah. and I'm like, I need to go back to the doctor. Like I need to, I need to go talk to her and I need to figure something out because it's just starting to the point where yeah the medication was working for a little bit but now I'm starting to have those obsessive thoughts again Mm -hmm. um I mean you always have to get it updated yeah I go back I think in May I go back Mm -hmm. but I'm at the point now like even just talking about it my chest is starting to hurt like just talking about (laughs) driving Mm -hmm. and all that stuff and it because like for me this is different because we're I live I just have a straight shot to drop my kids off to school and I come straight back I don't have to you know get on and off exits and do all this and do all that and that to me is and I never used to be like that I never until I I don't know I I never used to be like that yeah no and so like I don't like big vehicles and so like I I have to drive the truck but that's what I'm saying like you and I used to go we used to go driving around all the time going god knows where when we hung out when we were younger and i was fine with it i know but we were teenagers then too we didn't take anything seriously i didn't take anything fun i well i wasn't coherent i mean i took driving serious only because what happened to Bree. so i was always like cautious and i'm still a very cautious driver but now i like well i didn't drive a lot uh i didn't get my license until later on yeah because of what happened with Bree. yeah so like that that stopped me. I, I would think when it came to driving, I was more serious. But other things, I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that won't happen to me. Like, we did. We used to drive everywhere. And I used to have, like, these... I was like, you know, I'm going to graduate high school, and I'm going to go to college, and then I'm going to get married, and then I'm going to have kids. <laughs> I graduated high school, got pregnant, got married, got a house, had a couple more kids, got divorced. <laughs> <laughs> Still never went to college. <laughs> well, I mean, college isn't for everybody. Yeah. Like, go to college if you want to go to college. Yeah. It's not for everybody. Like, I've been to college two times. I enrolled to um, an online school. Um, I wouldn't necessarily call it college, but I to be a medical assistant. That's what I thought I wanted to do. And then I was trying to do that and having a newborn. It was just not... I couldn't keep up, honestly. And that's, it's different for everybody. More people are more motivated, you know, and kudos to you for it because I just, I couldn't do it. It really isn't for everybody. Like college isn't, school isn't for everybody. Oh my God. It is, it's college isn't for everybody, but go to college if you want to go to college. I, because this is the conversation we're going to have about 
It, it's a perfect segue back into the conversation that we were talking about YouTube. Going to school is important, especially finishing high school. Yes, I agree. You need that basic line of education. Mm, you need it. Yeah. And going to college is like a whole different degree. You you know, you if you're you going want, for that profession. You're going you're for going that for, yeah. yeah, that's that's what profession. you wanna do with your life. When you're going to elementary, middle and high school, that's to get your basic education. Uh huh. And you don't have to believe a YouTuber Austin. Yeah. That uh and Langston. Yeah. That uh just you can be successful yes. without doing that. No. Yes. So, that's a perfect segue back in. We, we, my son, my oldest, and her oldest, we are having the same experience. She was talking about it a little bit ago. My son, with his situation, as I guess here recently, he watched a YouTube video. He was at his other dad's this weekend. Yeah. And, uh, He's been getting bad grades. He's still failing. He got his phone taken away because he was failing. Yeah. And so he asked John for his phone back. Yeah. John said, no, you're still failing school. Yeah. You're not going to Which is the original reason you got it taken away in the first place. Get your grades up. You can have it back. Get your grades up. So he said, I don't I'm going to drop out of school. I don't have to go to school to be successful. First off, you can't drop out of school until you're 18 in the state of Kentucky. Yeah. Which I actually didn't know that until you just said that, but... Yeah. I don't... I think it's the same in Ohio, but I don't know other states. They might have different laws. Uh, Also, you... You could become successful as um, a YouTuber... Maybe. You can. There's always that possibility. It's not a guarantee. Right. So you always... It's not... And it's very hard. And most... Not all. But most YouTuber influencers, especially probably the people that Austin watches and Langston watch, come from rich homes Because they're young adults or they're those... The teenagers and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I... mm -hmm. And so they probably already come from rich homes. So they probably were able to buy all their equipment right out to be able to do everything and then they became rich on their own yeah so that's how they become successful so they had a starting point yeah and just because somebody says well you can do this and be this okay that may be true for them but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that's true for you yeah you know because it's they're... not it's not the same it's you're not this everybody is different yep. you are unique you're a unique individual. Everyone mm-hmm. is. And you can't base your life off of somebody else's. No. But that's like I was telling you earlier. I feel like because he has so much on his plate and going on in his personal life mm-hmm. um, that he feels like he has to fix everything. So he's looking for like almost like a quick fix yeah. to say. Like a way to try to make everything better and that's not his responsibility it's not no it's not his responsibility i think he wants to grow up really fast because 
like of the stuff that he's gone through yeah and is going through and it's not my place to say what it is so you may ask what is happening it's not my place I'm not going to discuss it any further other than he has stuff going on um so I think that like he feels like he has to grow up a little bit yeah so I think maybe that's part of it and also YouTube is not helping at all like these people on YouTube aren't helping at all and like he has an interview on Tuesday so tomorrow because at the time of this recording it is Monday um so he has an interview but as a minor as a minor you can only work for a certain amount of time. If you hear cats screaming in the background, they're fighting with each other, and for some reason they want to stay down here. As a minor, you can only work so many hours anyway, so you're not going to get enough money to yeah. be able to be... To, to be able to provide yourself everything you need to provide. And that's like, you know, if you if you want to be an adult and you... So, my thing. Okay. You drop out of school. Okay, you're going to have to get a job. Yeah, you have a job. Yeah. Okay. You're a minor. You can only work so many hours. Okay. So, then there's... That's one setback. So, you're telling me you want to be treated like an adult. Okay, fine. Huh. I'll treat you like an adult. Mm-hmm. Rent. Utilities. Phone. Where's the money? Yep. Because and gas, like and gas for a because you're not going to be able to get a car right now. So I'll take you to work. I'll make sure you get to work, but you're going to have to pay me gas for it. Yeah. And it's all about lesson, I think. Yeah. In that sense, like I'm not against that at all. Like if he, that's what he, if he wants to be treated like an adult, okay, yes, sir, I'll treat you like an adult. But these are the guidelines. That's kind of like with my ex husband's nephew. Um, he lived, when my ex-husband and I were married, he lived with us for a while. He was younger. He grew up. He still lived with my ex-husband and his girlfriend. And um, he was, he had a job and he was paying part of the bills, you know, part of like the internet and stuff like that because he used that because he did online schooling. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, I don't know, like in a sense, it wasn't, it's not the same situation um, because his nephew had a different, you know, different, different situation. situation going on. Um, but it, it was more teaching him responsibility. Yeah. Because, you know, you're, you are getting close to that age. And, you know, my ex-husband doesn't have custody of him. You know what right. I'm saying? So. Well, I think that if you're going to be an asshole about how you want to do things and like so he didn't get to get his phone like Austin didn't get my Austin didn't get to get his phone back yeah and he was being an asshole about it well if you're going to be a fucking asshole well then I'm going to treat you like an adult the way that you want to be treated like an adult yeah and this is the way that it's going to happen if you think that you can drop out of school sounds like my dad when he tried to drop out of the military and then didn't succeed on that um because he thought he could drop. <laughs> My grandma laughed at him for that one. But, uh... <laughs> I think that, like, if you think that that's what's going to happen, that's fine. It's fine. I won't let you live on the streets, but if you're going to be an asshole about it, and you think that you're going to be, like, living... Like, you're going to pay rent. 
Yeah. Because you're going to have to pay rent other and places. I think that's kind of like an issue with like younger generations is they're expecting everything to just go their way and there's no consequences for their actions. And that's scary. And, you know, you yeah. got, you at, at some point you have to teach them lessons. You, you have s- to. Did you see that TikTok on, um, about that teacher that walked out of the classroom? No. She was an older lady. And um, I felt really bad for her. I don't know all the context, so there's probably that was more that was. But from what I was understanding is that she was so fed up because this, her students were bullying her. Yeah. From what what I understand and what I've read in the comments, it didn't show a full clip because it started to record her walking out, and she said, "I'm done. Like I'm done." She's like, "I don't even care if I get paid for today." And she walked out. Yeah. She was like, I'm done. Because, because that's the thing. Because kids are so disrespectful. And it's just amazing to me. Because, like, I'm not going to talk about it. Because I don't want to... I don't want to get anybody in trouble. But, I, yeah, I, I completely get it. Because, like, the boys will come home. Not really the boys. Mostly Langston, because he's older. And he'll come home, like, saying stuff. And doing this, doing that. And I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Not yeah. gonna fly, and I'll be like, "Well, so and so, you're not so and so, and I'm not. There, you're mm-hmm. not their kid. I'm your. I'm. I'm your parent, mm-hmm. and you are not going to act like that. You're not gonna say things like that. That's not happening. Absolutely not. No, I agree. I think that like what happens is that we've lost a balance in the sense of like being a, a parent, yeah, and being your child's friend. Yeah, yeah. I think, but also like. I feel like I understand where parents are like parents are coming from with like we we don't want to be like our parents. Yeah. My mom was amazing. Yeah. My mom was an amazing mom. I don't have any complaints about her. It was my dad on the other hand that I can have a shit ton of complaints about. Yeah. And I strive not to be him. Yeah. And like when there are certain things that I do and I mirror him, yeah. I have a problem with it. Yeah. And so, like, I had to take a step back. But at the same time, with my mom, I respected my mom. Yeah. Like, she, when she would say something and it was affirm. But not in your face screaming. But yelling. not in your face. Yeah. Then I feel I like it's all about better. approach, though. Yeah. And, I, and that's... I think we can... I think that people have the right state of mind. Like, let's approach situations a little bit differently. Yeah. And you and I have talked about that. Yeah. You know, even with our own experience as mm-hmm. being parents, is the way we approach our children um, and how we talk to them and, you know, things like that. Because eventually your children are going to start mirroring that behavior. Exactly. And as a parent, it's a it's a learning experience in itself, but it really at the is. same time, to be able to recognize what you're wanting to change, I guess you'd say. I mean, I don't know. It's I, I think that like I so I I get where people are, like where certain parents are. I think that we also need to remember that we are not their that we're their parents first and not their best friends. I think yeah. that like. We can approach situations a little bit differently. There are times that I've gone overboard and I had to check myself and put myself into place and then handle the situation a little bit differently. But I also, like, 
it's very hard because like kids now these days you ground 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 and they still figure out because different ways to do things yeah like you because times have changed yeah you know when we were kids and stuff you know when i was you know langston's age i wasn't worried about having a phone Mm -hmm. you know uh, when i was langston's age i was still i was honest to goodness i was still playing with baby dolls and you know because i was always wanted a younger sibling yeah and I never had that, so I always played, you know, with baby dolls, and I would pretend, you know, that that's my sister and stuff until I, until my little sister was actually born. Um, I mean, that's just, I don't know, it was a whole different time. Well, technology was, you know, technology was still a thing, but, like, at the same time, like... It's not what it is now. It is not what it is now. Like, yeah. cell phones were, people had them, but they were limited to what they could do. Yeah. And they didn't... It's not like it is now where, you know, people would still call each other. People still had home phones. People mm-hmm. still wrote letters. People, you know, still paid their bills with a check and sent it in the mail. Or people went yeah. to the place that they needed to play, pay a bill. And now everything can be done online. Um, yeah. And there's literally information about everything out there. And <laughs> that's what's scary. Sometimes it's false information. I yeah. think that's like... Technology, not everything is real on the internet. Not yeah. everything is like, it's like conspiracy theories. They're called conspiracies because we can't really prove yeah. that they are real things. Yeah, We can say it all damn day, but it may not be a legitimate thing that it's is happening. Kinda, yeah, it's something that you... But it's like, a creepy oh, I can, thing. I can get behind yeah. that. Yeah. But unless we see certain things yeah. in front of us mm-hmm. it's it's a conspiracy just like the birds charging on just like the birds charging because <laughs> <laughs> like and not all birds not all birds charge. But, you know, just some of them sit on the line because they're little little spies little cameras little see what's going on in this part of the world but what are the odds that like if a cat got a hold of it that like that's why they stay on the wires have you ever just sat there and like looked and just there's like a bird will sit on the wire and then it'll fly away and then it comes back and it'll fly away and it comes back I mean maybe it's not the same bird I don't know it doesn't I didn't tag it I don't have it's location <laughs> but I don't know like and that's Liz the thing. is gonna be over here uh, tagging birds to make sure that they're the same bird get those that. little apple air tags Put it on a bird. I would love to see you try to catch a bird. No, I don't like birds. I'm petrified of birds. That's what I was saying. I'd love to see you try to catch a bird. (laughs) Ain't gonna happen. (laughs) No way. No how, no way. Not gonna happen. (laughs) But, like, that's why it's a conspiracy. But, like, I've never really sat down and, like, watched Birds on a Wire. Listen, a bird actually um, pecked at the little... <laughs> and exploded? Did it on the explode? power line and at our house oh. that we live at now. And our power went out. And I was like... <laughs> I called Tommy. I said, did you pay the electric bill? I said, we paid it, didn't we? He's like, yeah, I think so. He's like, you're the one who paid it. And I'm like, I know I paid it. And I got on there and stuff. And I was like telling them, like, I got on there and there's a power outage. And da-da-da-da. This guy came out and he was like, yeah, you got a fried bird in your backyard at... 
packed up the thing and it because I heard because I wasn't home and so then they're like yeah there was probably a loud pop because our neighbor had actually said yeah we heard a loud pop but they we were the only one on our road that our house was connected to that so they still had power (laughs) you fried the bird so I was like look I'm like everybody else has power why don't we you got fried bird in the backyard and he's like you had a dead bird back there did you need it no why not You're kidding. not funny. <laughs> actually, the reason I'm terrified of birds. Do you want to hear? Okay. I don't so know actually, if I ever really understood why you were terrified. You okay, might have told so me this. There's two reasons. Okay. I and the second thing that happened just confirmed my fear of birds. So the first, I don't know if many people have ever seen this movie, but when I was little and I went to the babysitter, there was this movie called We're Back and it was about dinosaurs and it was about this guy that was like a crow and he had a screw as an eye and da 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 And he was like evil and the crows like pecked and at him. Anyway, it's, it's, it's a, a dinosaur cartoon. movie? Yeah, it's a cartoon. Oh, it's the cartoon. It's In real life? We're Back. What? No, it's all cartoon. Oh. It's oh. all like, it's just like a children's movie. It, was it like present in the future? Like the dinosaurs were present in the future? Yeah. Okay. It was like a like a like almost like a kid's imaginary friend. Like these kids became friends with dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of like the dinosaurs were alive and it was all about like a circus. The guy that had the screw as an eye was like Oh yeah, the crazy nutty professor. Yes. Type guy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. All right. So that was, like, the first reason I didn't like. Because when the birds, like, pecked him at the end and... Oh, my God. I remember when... The kids' movies were such horrors back then. Like, yeah. They, yeah. Way different than They had now. some, like... So that was, like, the first reason I didn't like birds. Okay? It's funny. So then... Actually, there's three reasons. But the second reason is because um, this girl that I used to be related to, and I say used to be because, well... I choose not to be related to her anymore. Um, when <laughs> when she lived in Berg, um, her roommate was her stepsister and her stepsister's ex-boyfriend. And he had this pet bird. Okay? And he knew that I didn't like birds. Okay? You see where I'm going with this? And so he let the bird out of the cage. Mm-hmm. And the bird was chasing me around. And so I ran to the opposite end of their apartment. Mm-hmm. And the bird still followed me. I just wanted to be your friend. And I thought I made it into the bathroom in time to close <laughs> the door behind me. And I closed the bird and the door. <gasps> you killed it? I didn't kill it. Like, oh. I barely nicked it. Oh, my God. That's... And then it was flying around in the bathroom with me. <gasps> That's funny. So I was screaming. And I fucking hate birds. What's the third reason? The third third reason? reason. So, um, when I still had my green Cavalier, Mm -hmm. um, my ex-husband and I were driving down 125 going towards our apartment at the time, and, uh, we were just driving and he had his window cracked. Yeah. And I mean, like, maybe an inch and a half, two inches, maybe, the window was cracked. This fucking bird flew in. Hit him in the side of the head and was in the back seat or in the back window, like 
barely clinging to life. And so <laughs> we had cardboard boxes because I think we were getting ready to move. And we got out of the car and we sat it, <laughs> <laughs> sat it on uh, Walgreens sidewalk. No. Yes. And then like a couple hours later we went by and it was gone. Was the box gone? Well, it was like the box was broke down. So it was just like flat. And he just kind of like shoo-shooed it off the sidewalk. Or off to the sidewalk. Birds just want to be your friend. That's all. They just want to be your friend. Nope. Oh, come on. No. I want to get a parrot. I will never come over here. (laughs) I won't do it. You could have a conversation with the parrot. Nope. Because there was this girl that I went to school with when we were friends. And, uh... When I went and stayed at her house, her, yeah. her mom and dad had a bird, uh-huh. and it talked, and they had trained it to say, I think it said, like, I see dead people or whatever. So at night, when you would wake up and go to the bathroom, the birdcage was across the hallway from the bathroom, and it would say stuff to you, and it scared the shit out of you. I don't like birds. That's, That's too creepy. funny. That's too funny. Like, I see dead people. So it'd be like, I see dead people. Yeah. That's I so could, funny. I, nope. And that would be like, I would refuse to go. I would hold my pee until the morning. Like, if I woke up and I had to pee, I'd hold it until the next morning when it was light out. Just because of the bird? Just because of the bird. I don't, I don't like birds. I don't know what you're missing here. See, <laughs> I don't really have a, f- like, bugs. I hate bugs. Bugs, me and bugs don't mix well together. If they look like Pokemon, I'd be all over it. Like, bug type Pokemon. Bug-type Pokemon are so cute. But me and Bugs, just, we don't, we're not friends. I don't friends. like snakes. I don't like mice. I'll never forget the time I was sitting um, at this girl's house I was related to. And uh, a mouse literally crawled up the arm of the couch. And we were we locked eyes. I freaked. <laughs> you and the mouse. <laughs> you we and animals eyes. have, like... And then there was a snake in the... In, um, the backyard and I called Tommy when he was at work and he's like well what do you want me to do I'm not home he's like I'm at work he's like I'm not leaving work to come worry about a snake because he doesn't like snakes and um he's just as scared of him as I am so is my husband and uh I don't I went over to the neighbor guy and tried to get him to help me find it and everything and we never found it and then a few weeks later I was home by myself the boys were at their dad's and he was at work and I heard like a loud boom in the garage and there was a snake on the workbench and it had knocked over his drill. Was and this I, a big snake? It was a big black snake and it was like slithering across. I opened the door and I was on the phone um, with Katie and I was like, Katie, oh my God, there's a snake. I don't know. And she's like, kill it. And I'm like, that's what Tommy said. He's like, kill it. I'm like, with what? I'm in the back. The kids literally were in, in the pool in the backyard mm-hmm. and I was sitting in a chair and it was coming at me and I ran and I was screaming and I was like, get out of the pool, get out of the pool, get in the house. So then Cohen's freaking out. Like he's crying, like having, so then he didn't like snakes after that. He doesn't even, mm, nope. You frightened him. You didn't even give the, uh, him a chance to like snakes because you scared him so much <laughs> I scared about the it. And Tommy's like, kill it. And I'm like, with what? He's like the shovel. I'm like, mm, okay, well, the kids were in the pool, so I wasn't going to leave them out in the pool unattended. And um, the only thing we have is a snow shovel. Yeah, but there, the likelihood one. of that snake going over to the pool while you're inside getting the shovel. 
I wasn't going to take the chance of me coming out and walking out the door and it slithering in my house either. So I got all the kids. We all went inside at the same time. We closed the door and we were all, I told the boys to watch it. And I was just like running frantic around the house. I don't even remember what I was trying to do, but I was running frantic on the phone with Tommy. And he's like, what do you mean to do? Leave work? Yeah, actually I do. Thomas. Oh my gosh. You, you, you don't. I don't have fear you, of yeah. You don't. You're not scared like of snakes. So like, it doesn't like. I mean, obviously, like, I'm not like. I don't like spiders either. There was a big spider in our house when we first moved in, mm-hmm. and Tommy and Creed had cut down a tree, and they saved a piece of the tree that they cut down together, right? And uh, we still have it at the house. Well, there was a spider <laughs> on it one morning when I woke up, was and it a big one? huh? Or was it just a little? No, it was big. big. It was like big, big. Okay, to me, it was like two quarters. Two quarters size? Two quarters. It, it really was. Was it? You can ask him because I left it there. Was it a little spider? I didn't go back into the, I didn't go back into our bedroom because it was in our bedroom. I didn't go back into our bedroom. And at this point, it was before we had a bed, uh, like a bed stand. Mm-hmm. So our mattress is on the floor. And uh, I, did, I didn't go back in there and I text him and he's like okay I'll look for it when I get home when he got home it was still there and he killed it and he's like holy shit that was a big spider I yeah. said I told you see spiders spiders bug, bugs freak me out period um because like there's so many of them that I you the chills just thinking about spiders it. especially like you don't know which one's poisonous and which one's not exactly A because like I can't see color everything's based on color and I'm cautious around see, snakes I don't like, I should probably know what's poisonous and what's not when it comes to spiders, but I don't take the time to look because even a picture gives me the heebie-jeebies. Like, right now, I'm like, I feel like a spider's crawling on me, so I don't worry about what colors they are. I just know all spiders should die, and they do. Yeah, no, I I agree. But, like, at the same time, like, I'm cautious around snakes because I don't know what's poisonous and what's not because I can't see the color. I'm not terrified of them. Like, I literally had to come downstairs one day because there was one on the back porch at the house in West Virginia and my husband was too pansy to uh did you hear that Chris? to get it I had to come I was half asleep he's freaking out I was sleeping and he's freaking out Hagrid wanted to eat it and he didn't want Hagrid to eat it he was freaking out so like he had Leo come upstairs to get me and I'm like, mind you, like, I'm hard to wake up. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> I've lived with you before. Yeah. So, like, waking me up is like, I have to have time. So, when I wake up, I have to process what's going on around me. Like, this morning, like, for some reason, Leo didn't wake up and didn't wake his sister up. So, I had to get up because usually they make their lunches. Yeah. Like, you know, so they have what they want and then lunch yeah so this morning i had to get up out of bed and start making their lunches because they didn't have time to eat because they woke up late yeah and they only had like 20 minutes to eat and get ready before the bus before the bus so like usually they come and wake me up like after they did everything they come wake me up and then i watch them get on the bus but like because usually they're to their self Devices because they can, they're grown, they can eat and make cereal. Like, yeah. So, like, usually they wake me up. But anyway, so he comes up, he wakes me up to get the snake, and I didn't know what was going on. 
So, like, it was taking me a few to kind of process, I have to go and get this sneak. Yeah. So, like, I go downstairs, finally get downstairs, and my husband's, like, freaking out. He's like, excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> he was like, where you get this snake? And I'm like, okay, what? And the thing starts moving, and he's like, it's moving! It's moving! It's moving! And I'm like, okay, okay, I got it. <laughs> Listen... I love Chris, and I would have loved to see that moment. If I could have been a fly on the wall to see him freaking out about something. Because he's always so chill and mellow. Always so chill and mellow. Yeah. So I picked up the snake. I killed it by accident. I didn't mean to kill it. I didn't want to kill it. I don't know why you're apologizing to me. Unless <laughs> snake that I have to see ever. Like, I, did, I really didn't mean to kill it. I felt so bad. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. I, I don't... I had to kill a frog once because I hit it with a shovel. I had to put it out of its misery. Ugh. I still to this day feel so guilty for that. Ugh. Ugh. All this talk is like giving me jeebies. <laughs> you don't like frogs either? I don't. It's not that I don't like. I used to have a water frog. Remember? Oh, that's. May they rest in peace. Me and my brother killed those frogs. Yeah. <laughs> I know you guys can't see anything, but I'm giving him the evil look. And mm-hmm. Because we decided that they were they were pure. Because they like, decided to take them out of their little tank. We put them back. They were alive when we put them back in. Well, they didn't survive. <laughs> so we were young. Don't don't come for me. Like be like you killed an innocent frog. Well, you did two. A two. Three. Butter, butterscotch and brownie. I killed three innocent frogs. That's what my... They were the, they were water frogs. They were that's, butterscotch and brownie. That's why you don't leave animals in a... Like, those type of things. I was at least six to seven, which put you eight to nine. <laughs> I mean, you know... So... Man. What now? Baby. I feel so bad for those frogs. As you should. Butter, butterscotch and brownie. Buttercup. It was buttercup and brownie. Because I named it after one of the Powerpuff Girls. Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. Yeah. So, (laughs) so anyway, I hit the, I I went to go throw it over the fence, the snake, and I threw it, but it hit the fence. And all you heard was, Like, Chris was mowing the grass, and he saw the snake laying And then he ran it over the lawnmower to make sure it was dead, right? No. Oh. He don't, he don't, no, he'll literally, if, like, there, there was a story of him when he was younger, and he was in the backyard mowing the grass, and, um, he stopped the, the, um, he stopped it because... There was a snake. He ran into the house. This episode just got really gross. Talking about all these creepy crawlers, slithering. And then I killed the frog because I I did uh, I did um, lawn service. Yes, I did outside work. I still do also. I do outside work now. With trash. (laughs) (laughs) But with trash. But what trash? But I was doing lawn work and I was shoveling, and there was a 
a frog and I didn't see it and I was like you know how you had to like patch the little stuff down yeah well it was I, 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 I was I smacked the shovel down and then broke its leg and I felt awful I'm gonna cry that's a shit okay on that note since he's gonna cry um we're gonna wrap up this episode because now he's got tears in his eyes so thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in and don't forget we're on two platforms we're on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Apple yes. Podcasts. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what we were on. All right. Thanks, guys. For Thank you. In. Bye. Bye.